What's up, everybody? Um, I'm not really sure how to start this. I guess I can start just by explaining what this podcast used to be and was supposed to be and what I was hoping it would turn into um, and, and now what it is. So for those of you who know, I guess for those who don't know, I started a podcast about a year ago, over a year ago now. Um, And it was supposed to be things that people could relate to, things that we all go through and deal with, but I was trying to add light to it and trying to be relatable and just kind of remind everyone that everything's going to be okay. It didn't really go as planned because if you know me, you know that I'm pretty lighthearted and easygoing and try to put light in every situation. I'm most of the time laughing, making jokes, just having fun. And the podcast ended up being very serious and I felt very monotone. And I think when I was doing it, I was in a bad place mentally um, and emotionally with myself. So it really uh, affected my podcast and how I came across. It was basically me just writing my own diary and everyone could hear it. So I took a step back from it and I took a new position with Red Bull and got really busy. So it took the back burner for sure. Um, But this quarantine, I was really working on rebranding it and coming up with content to relaunch. And I honestly, I was ready to relaunch it and I was really excited about the content I had for you to release, but with all of this that's going on recently, um, it really made me stop and think that there's a much bigger issue that isn't relatable to everyone, and it's not fine. Um, the title of this podcast, Never Wine, I'm Fine, I'm supposed to kick back, have a glass of wine, and be like, you know what? everything's going to be okay. I am fine. But this, this is not fine. I'm not fine. And nothing about any of this is fine. So this is actually going to be the only episode of this entire podcast. I just, I felt like it was a way for me to have a voice. And maybe it'll be something that give someone the motivation to use their voice. Or maybe it's just something for someone to listen to. I don't know, but I just feel this really came to me that this was something that I was supposed to do, so I'm doing it. I'm not proud to be white right now. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed people are still staying silent. And I'm embarrassed there's still people who don't see or understand the issues surrounding the black community and people of color against racism, violence, hatred, and injustice. I'm embarrassed of the people that support black culture so heavily. Their favorite athletes have black skin. Their favorite songs, songs we go out to every single weekend and have fun to, are artists with black skin. They quote Martin Luther King, that third Monday every single January, yet we still face the issue of inequality and racism every single day. 
I'm ashamed. I'm not ashamed of who I am as a person, individually, but I'm ashamed of my white privilege, 100%. I will not stay silent about this. Those that know me know I'm a conversationalist, probably to the point I talk way too much, but I love to talk about things and I'm not afraid to challenge someone. But I think we've all been in those situations where we're in a conversation, whether it's race-related or not, but we've avoided using our voice because we didn't want to disrupt the peace, or maybe we didn't want to offend anyone, or we just didn't think it was worth the argument. But moving forward, I hope race isn't a topic anyone chooses to be silent about or avoids having conversation because you didn't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. People of color have been uncomfortable their entire lives. From a business and coaching standpoint, everyone tells you, get outside your comfort zone or you're never going to grow. Why is this any different? We need to talk about this. We need to educate ourselves and other people. I truly think this all starts in our home. Start having conversations with those people who you're closest to. Our younger generation, for example, for those that are raising kids or soon-to-be parents or want to someday have kids, we need to make sure they're raised to understand equality. I learned the other day that by six months, babies can show racial preference, and by age two to three, they can show racial bias. That's extremely young and something everyone needs to instill at a young age moving forward that we're all equal. The younger generation is something we can help control. This is also so, so, so important why everyone educates themselves and votes and is aware of who you're choosing and allowing into power of this country. I've been trying to educate myself as much as I can and also be a voice and a resource, but even for me as a white person, it's been extremely heavy. I'm tired. I'm mentally, emotionally exhausted. I'm angry. I'm just, I'm tired. I have a friend in Nashville. We are able, we have a really good relationship where able to talk about different topics and issues and just kind of see and hear each other out respectfully. Um, He is a black man and we got together recently to talk because both of us just needed a break. Um, I saw him and gave him a hug and I just instantly broke down in tears. And all I could say was, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for every time you've been racially profiled. I'm sorry for every opportunity you felt jaded out of because your skin color. I'm sorry for the white community that is comfortable weaponizing their whiteness instead of using it to form an ally. And I'm so sorry this has gone on so long. At a super young age, we're all taught cause and effect. The actual definition of cause and effect 
is the relationship between events or things where one is the result of the other. And I don't think we're properly seeing the cause and the effect in this situation. People need to stop saying, it's horrible an innocent black man was killed, but destroying property has to stop. How about we try saying, it's horrible that property is being destroyed, but killing innocent black men and people of color, racism in general, has to stop. Let me say that again. Stop saying, it's horrible an innocent black man was killed, but destroying property has to stop. And try saying, it's horrible that property is being destroyed, but killing innocent black men and people of color and racism in general has to stop. Emmanuel Acho really brought things home for me when I watched a video of his and he explained the rioting and the protests going on by him riding a bike and he was riding behind a white woman. 20 meters behind, he yelled, on your left, warning her that he's coming, that she should move over, and that he's going to be coming up on her left. As he approached, he yelled, on your left, louder. She had headphones in, so the noise was being drowned out by whatever she was listening to, so he said it even louder. But it was too late, she couldn't hear, and there was a collision. And that, right there, really just brought everything full circle, for me especially. I feel like this has been happening, this has been coming for so many years. So, so many years. And finally, there's a collision. We really, as white people, everybody needs to take the headphones out. He also spoke about white privilege and what that means and how to better explain white privilege. He explained it in a way where you're in a race and someone has a 200 meter head start, but then you still act like it's a fair race. And that's exactly where we are. In order for this to be fair and equal, the people in front either need to stop or they need to slow down and let the others catch up to speed so we are running together. That's the only way that we can move forward as one. We as white people have naturally gotten a head start and it's time for us to slow down. It's time for us to stop and let all races catch up. Billie Eilish also made a good point to me when she was talking about all lives matter versus black lives matter. I'm just going to start by saying all lives are not going to matter until black lives matter. But she had an interesting way of explaining it. Um, Her example was one of your friends gets a cut on their arm. Are you going to give all your friends a band-aid because all arms matter? Or if the house is on fire, are you going to have the fire department go to every house on the block first because all houses matter? No. You're going to help your friend because they are bleeding. They are in pain and they need a band-aid. Black people and people of color need our attention right now because they are in pain. All lives will not matter until black lives matter. 
we have to address hundreds of years of oppression of black people. All I'm asking of the white community is to take your headphones out. We need to educate ourselves. We need to listen to the black community. We need to listen to each other. We need to move forward. We cannot be comfortable with what's going on and what's been going on because that is not okay. We can't weaponize our whiteness and our white privilege. We need to form an ally. Please speak up the next time you hear anyone say anything that suggests racism. Make people uncomfortable. This has been one of my favorite quotes forever, but especially now. It's by Benjamin Franklin, and he said, Justice will not be served until those who are unaffected are as outraged as those who are. We need to put ourselves in the situation that so many people of color are in every single day. What if this was our brother, our father, anybody that we knew? We need to act as if we are in their shoes. When it boils down to it, we're all human. We're all the same. We have different skin color, but we are all human. I promise I will not stay silent about this. I'm sorry that I haven't done more in the years leading up to this. I feel like for the most part I've been, you know, pretty open and I haven't, I've been, I try to educate myself and I try to be really self-aware, but I'm sorry that I haven't used my voice to the ability that I could. But I promise from here going forward, I will not stay silent about this and I will continue to educate myself and educate others as much as I can and I please just ask everyone that you do the same or just do a little bit more than what you're already doing. Um, if you guys have made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I'm working on something else um, completely set aside from Neverwine. I'm fine. So maybe you guys will follow along to that. But I really hope that this is a resource for someone to get involved or to use your voice or just to understand something that you maybe didn't understand before. If not, I hope that something somewhere down the line clicks and you realize that things need to happen. Thank you so much for listening.